This is the Finding Fins Fishing Podcast. How much direction are you getting from the governor? To generate something like $2.4 billion. I don't know, maybe you didn't want me to tell the story on the show, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I, I knew you were going to go there. Walleyes relating to deep mud, where there's schools of bait fish. Today's show is brought to you by Lake of the Woods Tourism. Plan your trip to Lake of the Woods at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. The Finding Fins Fishing Podcast is part of the Sporting Journal Radio family, where our mission is to hunt, fish, conserve, and do it all over again. Show off your pride for the outdoors with new gear from the Sporting Journal Radio store. Go to sportingjournalradio.com, click on store, and browse our selection of hoodies, hats, mugs, and more at sportingjournalradio.com. Welcome back to Sporting Journal Radio. I'm Brett Amundsen. Thank you for tuning in on the network by demand, sportingjournalradio.com, or by subscribing to the podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We're upstairs at Arneson. Dan Amundsen is here. Hello. How's it going, everybody? It's been a good trip. And uh, our next guest, uh, so we've been up here filming this family trip for a couple of days, and we're doing that for Prairie Sportsmen, for here, for this show here too. But then we're going to stick around for a couple of days afterwards because of a veterans event that's taking place here at Arneson's. It's uh, it's quite an event, and uh, for those of us at Prairie Sportsmen, it's also uh, involves people from our backyard right there back at home as well too, including Lance Peterson who joins us now. Lance, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. You guys doing the same? We're doing very well. <laughs> awesome. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's been a great week up here fishing-wise. Before we get into, you know, what you've got coming up here, tell us uh, tell us how your fishing has been. My fishing has been actually pretty decent. Um, I haven't had a whole lot of time to go out there and spend time doing it just because I'm trying to get everything ready here with my wife and with the rest of the guys. We have uh, 31 boats coming in today um, for boat guides, so we're trying to get them all housed and in their cabins, get their gear put away so they can get out and find all these big ones so in other words you'd like to hurry this up then as i would really like to uh, just get on the water sometime and just enjoy myself a little bit but it's probably not going to happen the rest of the week sure um it's been a great week for us though we've caught some big fish you put a few nice fish in the boat yeah um i did we did get 130 uh two days ago um, my wife definitely let me know that she caught it which is all right i guess that's, that's the way it goes absolutely yeah well, and uh, your dad caught a bullhead? Yeah, I'm not too proud of that, but <laughs> you know how it goes, you know, dad likes to show his, and he's carrying it around on his golf cart in a little bucket showing everybody his catch. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's great. Well, it was so funny how I met him, by the way. You know, you and I have been talking for a, a number of months now in preparation for this weekend and this week. Um but we were, we got to the resort here at Arneson's the other night, and then we were, I don't remember how it was going, we were walking around doing some different things, and Dan, I think you had stopped and talked to somebody else at one of the other cabins, right? Yeah, someone saw the camera and was all curious what we were doing with it, and they were a photographer themselves, we got hung up and had the conversation, and then the, the crowd just kept growing and growing and growing. And- and it turned out he was a veteran. So I said, oh, are you here because of the veterans? And I said, no, I just found out about that. And then this golf cart pulls up and he's like, yeah, that guy actually right there was telling me about this. And I saw the flag. I saw people taking down the flag and there was people saluting it. And you don't normally see, you know, when you're at a fishing resort or whatever on vacation where I, a lot of places you just don't normally see that. And he was like, oh my gosh, you know, and he had to stop and find out what was going on. And then, so I, I was talking to the guy in the golf cart and I said, well, we're here to film it and uh, this and that. Oh, that's great. And yeah. And he's like, well, what show are you from? Oh, Prairie Sportsman. 
And he looked at me and he's like, what's your name? And I said, Brett. And, and he got all excited. He says, oh, I watch Prairie Sportsman all the time. So and I, I didn't realize. I, I think you have a little bit bigger beard back then. In, I might have. In the shows. I might have. Well, I, you know, the, I didn't know that it was your dad and he right. didn't know that it was me. So it was pretty funny. We, we spoke for 10, 15 minutes before we realized who, right, who right. We, each other was. So. He's a great guy. Great guy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so it was nice to meet him, and it was nice to meet you finally in person. So tell me what you have going on this week up here at Artisans. Well, uh, this weekend we have 65 veterans coming. They get to bring a guest. So that's 130, correct? 140. Um, I have 31 boats coming. They have a couple guys going to be helping. So there's another 50 people. So we're, we're right at 175 people. Um, we do this just to give back to the veterans. How many years ago did you start this? Uh, we started this in 2016. And it's kind of funny because I've been coming to Arneson's for years with my wife. And I am one of them guys that get acid reflux really bad. And I can't lay down when that happens. So I got to take a pill and sit there for a while. So I came out here to where the flagpole is now. The water was like glass. Um, I could see every star reflecting into that water. And I kept saying to myself, I wonder how many veterans are looking at that same, the same starlights I am. And that's when it came to me, I'm going to take some veterans here fishing. And since then, I've, we've just topped over 500 veterans that have been on this trip in six years. It started with just two, didn't it? Supposed to just start with two, um, and that ended up to be 20, and then it was 30, then it went to 40. 50 and now we're at 60 each year and it's different veterans they can only come two years right two years correct uh, we send them an invite um, if they want to participate they can if they don't then we go on with other ones and then if you were here that year then you have a chance to coming back the following year and then after that then it's turned for another one yep there's uh, a little more to this year's trip isn't a there? lot more um so it was last Last March, <clears throat> a friend of mine that I grew up with in high school came to my place in March and said he was home and he said, can I come to your place? And I said, well, you don't have to call me to come to my house. You can come to my house anytime. See, he went into the Navy right in 1989 after we were out of high school. And when he went into the Navy, then he was gone for until 93. But he got married to a gal and they moved to Spokane, Washington. They've been there for 30 years. So each year he comes home, we always get together and we always have a beer or whatever we do. You know, this year, it was, last year it was a little bit different. He, uh, he said his last goodbyes were, that's why he was there to say his last goodbyes. Because his cancer was back and, and it, was, it was the last goodbyes. So um, before, before he left, I said, is there anything I can do for you or your wife or the family or anything? You just let me know what it is. And we just parted ways from there. Well, then we got messaging each other on Facebook. And uh, I said, you know, if you're going to be cremated, buddy, I, I got a place for you. And he was really good with it. He said, that'd be awesome because he doesn't have a place. So he's going to have a place with us up here every year. Describe the place. Well, he kind of mentioned he really liked that flagpole. So I said, I'll put you by the flagpole. And I said, I'll even do one better. I said, I'm going to get 21 gun salute for you. He says, ah, you don't have to do that. And I said, you deserve it. So I got the um, National Guards coming in from Fort Snelling on Thursday night. And they're going to do their thing. And the flag is going to come down. And uh, 
General or uh, General Colonel De Geer is going to present the flag to his wife. Mm -hmm. His ashes are going to be inlaid in a stone from out here by the flag, right? Correct. Last year in August, after he passed, I uh, brought a stone from the harbor home, and then I asked a friend of mine to drill into it. And he says, drill into it? How the hell am I going to do that? And I says, well, I'll just start drilling. <laughs> so he drilled into it, and he made it. And then uh, in October, I think, Sam, his wife, brought brought his ashes to him. We placed it in there. And then I called up to Camp Ripley, and I says, hey, guys, can you make me a dog tag? And a friend of mine up there says, I just can't make anybody a dog tag. And then I explained what it was for. And two days later, I had the dog tag there to, to impress. I, I pressed it into the cement when we covered the, the ashes up. So it'll always be here. So it's, it'll be there. They're going to leave some room in case somebody else wants that then too. Yep. Um, apparently they're going to cement up the whole, the whole harbor pier, um, and they're going to leave that place by the flagpole because there's a lot of people that, um, including the veterans, that go sit in the bench out there. They know what that place is for. Um, Dave actually helped me with the, with the monument stone there, so it's, it's got the right wording there. It's, it's for them. It's their place. Tell me a little bit more about them. Your friend? Um, well, we just where you seen one, you seen the other. That's the way it was with Bingo. And and if anybody comes up here and sees it, you'll see it Bingo in the bottom of the dog tag. That was his nickname. He was a prankster. So I remember when I was like 10, we were walking into the Veterans Supper and they had Bingo going on there. And as we were checking in, they had just started that game of Bingo. So I knew there was only like two or three numbers that were called and we were still in the entryway and they said under the B six and my buddy Mark says bingo and the guy says hold your cards folks hold your cards we got a bingo well there was no way they could have a bingo because there was only three numbers drawn <laughs> so that stuck with him from from 10 years old on all the way through high school so yeah we got bingo stamped in his in his stone out there so it was kind of funny where did you guys grow up in Woodlake, Minnesota. Woodlake. We graduated Echo Woodlake High School in, in 1988. Um, and then he went right into the service in 89. He was in the service. In fact, he was in the Gulf War. We're at Arneson's Rocky Point. We got more with Lance Peterson when we come back on Sporting Journal Radio. Did you know there are more than 1,000 lakes in Otter Tail County? Yep, and I'm gonna fish as many as I can. I'm an outdoorsy otter. Nothing beats a full day of fishing for me. The lakes of Ottertail County give me plenty of options to lower my boat and snag the perfect catch. Not an outdoorsy otter? No problem. Ottertail County has something for everyone. You just need to find your inner otter. To find your inner otter, go to ottertaillakescountry.com. Northern Minnesota's Walleye Factory is a year-round world-class fishing destination. The perfect getaway this summer is just a short drive to Lake of the Woods. Fish Big Traverse Bay, the Rainy River, or visit the unique Northwest Angle. To catch big fish, you have to go where the big fish are. Plan your trip to Lake of the Woods at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. That's lakeofthewoodsmn.com. On X Hunt, ever heard of it? Next time you see that guy at your local shop who always punches his tag on a stud whitetail, ask him. He'll tell you about the most trusted source for mapping. With nationwide landowner names, private and public land boundaries, including walk-in areas, 
map tools to mark spots, and the ability to view your maps without cell service. And that's just scratching the surface. It's your time to be known as the big buck guy around town. Download the leader in hunt mapping on Google Play or the App Store. On X Hunt, nowhere you stay. It's almost spring and soon the ice will be melting. Now is the time to start thinking about chasing big walleyes on Devil's Lake. Get on the fish at Haybale Heights Campground and Resort. Haybale Heights makes it easy for you to make memories on legendary Devil's Lake with guided fishing and lodging packages. Or bring your own boat and rent one of their cabins on East Bay. Haybale Heights offers a private marina, fish cleaning station, and the opportunity to relax and enjoy your bucket list trip to Devil's Lake, North Dakota. To book your trip, visit haybaleheights.com. That's haybaleheights.com. You're listening to Sporting Journal Radio. This is Sporting Journal Radio. Presented by OnX. Know where you stand with OnX. Welcome back. I'm Brett Amundsen along with Dan Amundsen. We're at Arneson's Rocky Point. We're upstairs in the bar and restaurant, so I apologize. It's a little noisy up here. Uh, and uh, we were spending too much time fishing instead of hooking up all the proper audio gear, probably. Probably. I'm sure we got some wires crossed a little bit, but we got a great show and uh, we're really happy to be here. And we got a great guest with a great story. Lance Peterson is joining us. He, he, he had a great friend who served in the military who passed away and you're honoring him here, honoring him here this week up at Arneson's. Uh, tell us a little bit more about him. I don't remember what ship he was on. Um, his dad, his dad, I remember his dad. We were at the local liquor store when the when the war broke out and his dad pointed on the TV because it happened to be his ship that he was on, that they were on the news with. So I remember that. Um, and war, to me, really wasn't real until the Gulf War started. You know what I mean? You heard about it, you were taught about war, Civil War, World War II, you know, you, you were taught that, but you never, war wasn't real until it hit home. And in 91, um, there was a kid in, in our high school that graduated in, I believe it was 1985, I was 88, so he was a few years ahead of me, but he was the first Minnesota guy that got killed in the Gulf War. Uh, his name was wow. Steve Benzland, and that was another reason I'm doing this also. Just to keep his, his name always alive. I'd, I'd never let him down, you know. He was, he'd never let us down, so that was a big, big reason I started this. Did you serve? No. My dad, my dad was in the, um, in the second armor division and we heard a lot of stories, you know, the good stuff, the bad stuff. But in 1991, the second armor division was the first division that went into Kuwait and liberated Kuwait. And I remember walking down into their basement and my dad was sitting there and my dad was 70 five years old at the time, I suppose. He's 80 now, but, or I'm sorry, he would have been, he, he was sitting there crying. And I, I looked at him, I said, what's the matter, Dad? And he kept pointing at the TV and I didn't understand what he was trying to say to me. But he kept saying, that, that's my old army division. That's the second armor division, was the first ones that went in. You know, and, and to feel that and to see that, it's like, that's pretty damn cool. So. For us to help them guys out, for them to be themselves, we'll do whatever it takes. And that's ultimately why you do this, right? Exactly. Um, there's nobody else out there doing it. You know what I mean? There, a lot of these Purple Heart guys, they, they need to be known who they are. You know, anybody that served in, 
in our freedom. That's we take it for granted going out there on the lake every day. But if it wasn't for those guys, we wouldn't have that. So to give a little bit back, it's pretty awesome. Talk about how events like this or your event specifically has changed the lives of some of these some of these well, <clears throat> I had uh, I had one wife come to my house one day and says she wanted to thank me for for everything we do and it's like we're just taking them fishing and she says no I've been married to this individual for 58 years and I've never seen this side of him he's a complete different individual because because of that trip so just hearing that kind of stuff makes you makes a drive even more to make it happen these events help vets hang out with other vets people that that can actually relate to some of their experiences whereas guys like myself who didn't serve uh sometimes it's hard to have a con you know sometimes it's hard for a vet to have a conversation with a guy like me to talk about some of those things because obviously i didn't see the same kind of things that they did but putting them together with other vets it, it, it you see them open up a little bit more don't you exactly they're not being judged by anybody when they came home from Vietnam, they were being judged by everybody. Now that is completely gone. There's no judgment. They be themselves. It's fun to hear the, the Army pick on the Navy and the Navy pick on the Marines and the Marines pick, you know, the Coast Guards. And, you know, you hear all those little things and it's just something that you and I would never hear. And, you know, I was on the fire department for 30 years in our hometown. And it's helped me too because... I mean, I've seen a lot of stuff that I didn't like to see, and I deal with that every single day. And I, I remember one of the guys I had in the boat with me one day, um, we got talking about different things, and he says to me, you know, death is death, buddy. We just have to learn how to deal with it, and we have to do it together. And that's, that's helped me. It's changed me also. Well, I know I feel like... I would have been a completely different person, obviously, I'd, if I'd served. Probably a better person, I'd like to think. Um, more disciplined. More, definitely more, yeah. I probably would have had an issue with that. That's probably why I didn't serve. Exactly. I always had a problem I, with authority. I would have made it very well either. <laughs> but uh, I feel like, at times, I feel like maybe I didn't do my part. You know, like maybe the guys that have served have done so much and sacrificed so much and done so many great things for this country that I'm like, you know, I don't always feel deserving of it. You know? right. So that, that's why I like to help out any way I can. And these events, I feel like for me being in the outdoor world, this is a perfect fit for me exactly. to be able to help out and do what I can to try to help these guys out because, uh, because they've done so much already. So I, 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 you know, there's a lot of these events out there. I'm okay with that. I wish there were more. You can never have too many, I don't think. And the, the work that they do, like a guy like you, man, I mean, uh, it's not easy putting one of these things on, especially as it's growing and growing. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of things to do. And I, I'm sure you've got some help with some friends and, and family. My wife is the well. brains of the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's important. I, th I, you know, thank you for doing it. Uh, I think it's important that um, that there are people like you that are out there organizing events like this and doing things like this. Tell me uh, who else you got, because you got some other people coming this year that uh, some of our listeners and viewers might recognize. Well, I have um, I have a 100-year-old World War II coming, uh, um, a gentleman coming from New Orleans, Minnesota. 
he called me and he says, I really want to go on your trip. And I says, okay. I said, you're a hundred year old. I, I said, I, I can get you a ride there. No, he says, no, I can drive myself. And I said, well, it, it doesn't. No, I said, I'll get you somebody to take you up there. So I got another Vietnam guy that's going to actually bring him here. Um, and we're going to surprise him with a little hundred year old birthday party. I've never had a hundred year old birthday party. <laughs> so we went and ordered cakes and cupcakes and all that good stuff. And I, I think my wife's even got the Schwann's guy coming here because my wife has been with Schwann's for 30 years. So she's, she knows a guy. So I'm pretty sure that she's going to get the Schwann's truck up here to have ice cream too. Um, we have, uh, there's, like I said, there's 65 guys. We do a salute to service award. Um, one thing that we're really excited about this year is we're going to kind of switch it up a little bit also. We have a gentleman coming here that didn't serve in the service, but he was a cop in the city of Wasika. Uh, Eric Madsen's his name. Um, he took a bullet to the head on duty. And shortly thereafter, I talked to the sheriff of Renville County and he got me in touch with this kid's dad. And then we invited him to come on last year's trip. Well, he was in such intense rehab that he couldn't make it. He couldn't, they wouldn't let him out of there. So we just let him, he's coming next year. And it, he worked that much harder to get, get everything moving, all his parts moving again, so he could make this trip. And we are super excited to have him here. In fact, uh, this, the uh, Yellow Medicine County deputies and the Renville County deputies all threw in money to keep to get him up here, so it cost him no nothing to get here. So that was pretty dang cool too. So I mean, there, there's a lot of exciting things coming, but you know, the rest of the board puts that stuff together, and I just kind of help with it. Um, I don't remember everything off the top of my head what what they're all doing. What's the organization then? Uh, the war the the organization's name is Warriors and Wallies Outdoors. Um, last year, the American Heroes Outdoors took us under their wing and helped us get on our own. And this year is our first year on our own, uh, raising money, um, spending money, all of that stuff that I never, I never thought <laughs> nothing like that could happen. But it's pretty cool. What do you want to see in the future? Well, I'm hoping that my boys want to kind of take over this eventually to take some of the. I never want to see it die. I want to see it continue on. Um, someday when I'm out there with my buddy on the flagpole in my own piece of rock, um, I want it to continue on. So, Do you have more events planned? Um, this is the only one that we do during the year. Um, the board has made um, comments, recommendations, so to speak, that we might try a elk hunt someday. Um, we might try a deer hunt someday if we can find the right place to do it. Um, it's just to find those right guys that are willing to take veterans in, um, you know, to, it doesn't cost us a million dollars to take somebody. And there's guys out there that'll do it. They love our veterans and they'll help us with whatever they can. So we'll find the right place eventually. How do people... Uh, say they want to come up here next year, how would they reach out to you? How would they find out about they it? They would have to go on our Facebook page, on Warriors and Walleye's Facebook page, and then what we do each January is we send out applications, and you can nominate somebody. And once you nominate them, just send that back to us. Sometimes we get 100, sometimes we get 
500. So to be to be uh, fair, we just draw a name out of the hat. How great is it to be doing it here at Arneson's? We've been coming here for years. Arneson's have opened the doors to us. Um, they, this is their favorite weekend of the year because they get there's not too many places you can cry and laugh and at the same time. They treat us like family and they want us here. Lance Peterson, I appreciate the time today. Uh, keep up the good work with everything that you're doing. Good luck this weekend and uh, thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Sporting Journal Radio is a division of Macaba LLC. If you've got a question, comment, or story idea for us, send us an email. Go to sportingjournalradio.com. While you're there, you can learn how to advertise on the show and visit our store for hats, hoodies, coffee mugs, and more. Go to sportingjournalradio.com. This has been the Finding Fins Fishing Podcast, part of the Sporting Journal Radio family. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts or go to findingfins.com and make sure to like our sponsors.